Hello and welcome to Isn't It Neat, a podcast where we talk about things we think are neat. My name is Erin and I'm joined by my sisters Helen. Hello. And Caitlin. Hi. And I'm also joined by our very first human guest, Nancy. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yay. Yeah, we're really excited to have you on. Um, So tell us a little bit about things you think are neat. Things I think are neat. Yeah. Uh, Crazy ex-girlfriend. That's my first thing. (laughs) (laughs) Number one obsession. That would be my suggestion. If you need a new topic, definitely do Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. We have discussed that before and we've sung some of the songs and Helen's gone, what are you talking about? (laughs) Diagnosis is the only song I know. (laughs) Um, What else is neat? I'm on board with cats as well. Yay. I've been enjoying some of your things. I like to read, so I'm following along. And you like Cats the Animal and Cats the Musical? I prefer the animal, but yeah, the musical's pretty good too. Yeah, you've got um two beautiful little babies, fur yeah. babies. My little kittens, Sabriel and Lorraine. Babies. Which segues yeah. into reading because they're named <laughs> after car- characters in books. <laughs> yes, I have acquired all of the Wheel of Times. I haven't started them yet, but I was inspired enough to collect them all. Oh, I was going to ask if you'd started yet. <laughs> no, not yet. Um, okay, so today we've brought Nancy on to discuss the Society for Creative Anachronisms. Yep. Anachronism, plural? Anachronism, singular. singular. Yeah, singular. Although we do multiple, so. Mm. Hmm. Um, which is a weird name for, it's it's a medieval group. Huh. Loosely, yeah. <laughs> What's that, Helen? So, so you've always called it Scar and I've never known what that means. <laughs> Yeah. It's a song like group. Scar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the trumpets. Yeah. Only, only with our family. So I think mum or dad, it was probably dad, called it Scar. Mm. Um, and then that stuck. So whenever I reference that I'm doing like a medieval thing or anything like that, um, I'm like, I'm doing a Scar thing. And everyone it's in like, the family knows what that is. I always thought it was your sewing group, but you sewed specifically for your medieval garb. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. So, I always spell it out. I always say SCA. Yeah, I say that with other people. Mm. <laughs> Anyone not the fam, <laughs> I say SCA. Um, so what is the SCA? Does anyone know? I know. It's Aaron's sewing group. <laughs> it's a dress-up club. <laughs> <laughs> it's not not any of those things. Aaron gets, <laughs> was the champion at one point for shooting bows mm-hmm. and got to be hang out and be the champion of the king and the queen of the Western Australia. Ooh. No, the Is king right? and the queen. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. I, I was the champion the of the bow for archery yeah. um, for a year for yeah. the Baron and Baroness. And you got to carry around that cool giant bow at yeah, the mm-hmm. fancy long bow. Yeah. Iron Wing? Yep, its name's Iron Wing. So the SCA, it's a, it's a living history slash recreation group. It recreates mm-hmm. pre sixteen hundreds. Anywhere in the world. Yep. The medieval club. Yeah, it's a medieval club. So it's somewhere yeah. between, because living history is kind of, it's something that's done a lot in sort of Europe where they're very, they pin down a specific time and location and they kind of recreate a little world and then they put on like displays for the public. Yeah, it's definitely a spectrum um, yeah. of kind of intensity of yes. living history. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then the other end is like LARP, which is live mm-hmm. action role play where you create a character. It's kind of like 
like tabletop role playing, like Dungeons and Dragons, yeah, but like in a park that. with your friends. <laughs> yeah. So you create a yep. character and then there's like a scenario and off you go and you have some fun. Um, so SEA, I think, kind of sits in the middle of that. Yeah, we mm. absolutely touch kind of both ends of that scale. Yeah. Because um, it, it's technically it's it's sort of the, the past as it should have been. So we ignore all the inconvenient things like the plague and bad hygiene mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, and the rules are kind of if you if you go to an event, you have to just make an attempt at garb, at a costume, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. You just um, have to be trying. Yeah, and there are levels of trying. So there are some people that are in the kind of living history realm where everything is exactly accurate and like hand sewn with techniques and they've spun their own fibers and stuff Mm. and then there's the people who are like I like cool fun fairy stuff and let's just get a like a Ren Faire outfit from the from the hobby shop Mm -hmm. and and make that and that's fun it used to be those like crushed velvet dresses from into Camelot when that was open in Fremantle that was everyone's kind of first like low effort this <laughs> year is a little bit it's a bit difficult to define so I've got a, we've got a little bit of sort of history of what it is so it was founded in Berkeley California on May Day in 1966 some college kids had a backyard party and tournament yeah, yeah. sounds about right yep. <laughs> yeah so they, they kind of did like almost the LARP thing they were like let's get dressed up and get some sticks and put some helmets on <laughs> and, like, and like, have a tournament and then we're like, yeah, just have games and someone will win and some people get knighted and this and that and the other, like, like as you mm-hmm. do. Um, mm-hmm. And then somehow that spread across the world and now there's 20 kingdoms yep. and it spread across the world and also the International Space Station. I actually didn't know that until I read your notes here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I found that on Wikipedia. Do you remember <laughs> which really... kingdom owns the ISS? Um, I've got the Wikipedia page open. Let me let me have a look. Yeah, I'm curious. Okay. It's not us. Um, Trimaris claims outer space. Oh, cool. Because they sent uh, the Trimaris symbol, the Triskel, uh, up on a shuttle. <laughs> um, oh, oh they sent oh, a flag. Anstiora <laughs> um, claims the International Space Station. Hmm. So Anstiora covers Oklahoma and most of Texas, and Trimaris is. Um, uh, is Florida and Panama yeah. and falsely but well. humorously Antarctica because Lockhart owns Antarctica. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but isn't there like a, there's some, um, there's like a feud thing? There was an incident uh, that <laughs> occurred some years ago now but where someone from the US was visiting Antarctica and tried to raise their own kingdom's flag and then posted it on social media and it um, very nearly caused a war between the kingdoms but then I <laughs> Whichever kingdom it was in the US, it might have been Kaid. I think they apologized to the Crown of Lockhart. And so yeah. it was kind of all okay. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I remember I remember that there was an incident. Um it's mm. really fun though. So there's 20 kingdoms. Most of them are in the US because that's kind of where it started. Um mm. we are in the Kingdom of Lockhart, which is Australia and New Zealand. Yep. Um, and there's all a history of like how that developed. Um, it was just Australia and then New Zealand was kind of attached to a different kingdom than Australia was and then we kind of merged and all this stuff. I um, believe there was a war. Yeah, that's usually <laughs> any excuse for a war. Yeah, that's how these things go. I feel like these wars are like just really strongly worded letters going between people. I feel like it was people riding up on pretend horses and then bashing each other with little <gasps> sticks. 
<laughs> there are strongly worded letters that they're, they're fun. Mm-hmm. A bit of we we kind of call that make concern. No, how do they As start, Kermit. Nancy? Uh, it's often uh, unto King Whoever and Queen Whoever. Or yeah, at the moment, King Whoever and King Whoever, because that's um, King Tibbot and King Jane. I'm imagining someone in like full regalia going in with like a scroll, scroll. and they're like, <laughs> like they're real <laughs> sword, <laughs> and they're fake sword, and like doing the unto King. <laughs> Blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then there's like a, a little yeah. like champions battle. And then like whoever wins is like, okay, I'm taking the flag back to the other kingdom and doing announcements. I can't Someone follows along is. behind them clapping coconuts to yes. put in their horse. <laughs> yes. So you're laughing, yeah, you but that is a completely plausible scenario of something that like could Absolutely happen. Could happen. Should I'm happen. laughing from joy, not from like. I'm not mocking anything. I just think it's great. Yeah. And the letter <laughs> would read, you know, like, greetings to King Tibalt and King Jane from, well, you know, from us, like Baron Augustino and Baroness Elizabeth of Anyala, your loyal subjects. We write for whatever purpose to claim lands from this and that. And mm. We wouldn't, of course. Don't get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but if you did. No, only rightfully, only if it was a righteous cause. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do have so in like the kind of the culture of the SCA within those sort of kingdoms, um, where all so it's assumed that everyone is noble. So we're all noble. There's no like slaves class. or yeah. serf class or yeah. anything like that, unless someone yeah. wants to. And there are people that will call themselves peasants and dress in that way if they wish to. But everyone's a noble, and we have sort of personae. <laughs> yeah, so you might have a different name and like arms, so heraldry for your name, and you might have a little story of like your character, like where they existed in and your family history and that kind of thing. Just like a D&D character. Mm. Yeah, like kind of like a D&D character, but you don't have to mm-hmm. like choose alignments and things. <laughs> Just with my family it's, history. It's more like a story. So it's more like a yeah. more like, like a, a self-insert writer. story kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You really are like it's kind of like self-inserting yourself into history, except really you're self-inserting into this kind of fictional SCA culture. <laughs> yeah, um, and yep. you can have and you choose how much you want of that. So some and you can register also your arms and your name with the College of Heralds, and that means that you will have a unique name and unique heraldry in the SCA, so no one else can register or use the arms that you've registered. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I have my own arms. Can you tell us the blazon? No. Ah. It ends with or. Yep. <laughs> that means gold. <laughs> and there's so many of them end with or, and I'm more like, or what? <laughs> but it's like <laughs> or gold because the last thing's always a colour. Yes, yeah. Hmm. I think so. Can you tell us your blazon? Oh, I could probably do most of it. Uh, I think it's azure and all argent or in and all argent a camelopard um, or spotted sable maintaining a quill argent. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's it. So, so it sounds like badly structured spell. <laughs> <laughs> Is there like a herald that announces you at certain like parties? With your with your herald retreat? <laughs> um, only on very special occasions. Sorry. Yeah. I've just like put this in my head and you know how like, on social media, you'll see like a picture, and then someone will write mm-hmm. a caption underneath describing what the picture is. I, I'm imagining you walk in and someone be like, "It's Nancy's name from house whatever Nancy's house is, and her heraldry is <laughs> describing it." 
Yeah. It's exactly like that. It's like really? Captain America. Yeah. Everything yeah. is amazing. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, if you couldn't decipher what that is, you've got like, it's a blue background. Oh, yeah. So it's blue and Azure. then it's a white like stripe. So that's called an all or an orlay, I guess, with an E at the end. Um, so it's a white stripe that goes around the same border. And then inside the white like border thing, uh, it's a giraffe holding a quill pen. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do actually see how that name yeah. works now. Not the giraffe bit, but the holding a quill pen and the Camilla blue. And yeah. yeah. It's like, oh. I can't even remember which way around my colours are on mine. It's been a while since you played, though. <laughs> yeah, it's been a yeah. while, little while. But mine's purple and green, and I've got like it's like a the top of a triangle, like a pyramid. Mm. That bit across the shield, and there's color on the top and color on the bottom. I don't know what that's even called. Like, all those shapes have names, and so whatever that's called is is that. And one of them, either the bottom's either purple or green, and the top's the opposite. I can't <laughs> remember which way is which. But on the uh, top, in the up. two. Top corners are like little arrowheads, which I can't remember the name of either. They have a special name. And then inside the bottom sort of triangle bit is an ivy leaf. I found it if you'd like your blazon. Oh, yeah. So it's per chevron, per pure and vert, two fions inverted and an ivy leaf or. Yeah, I told you it ends with or. <laughs> yeah. So that's purple in the top bit and green in the bottom. Okay, purple on top, green in the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> great device. Yeah. Um, I have, I do have a name. My persona name is Renonis de la Fouille. Because you're French. Because I decided I wanted to be French. (laughs) Very fancy. It's from the 1292 census of Paris, the name comes from, um, Mm. because I was 14th century. So early 14th century was kind of where I landed when I first started. Um, and then I never did anything else with that. I just, <laughs> that was my name and that's all, that, that's all that happened. Every time a herald has to read it out, they're like, eh. Oh my God. Yeah. La fuelle. Fuelle. So you're noise of the leaf. Yes. Ah, yeah. See, I wanted to know what that was in French. And Nancy is, oh, I'm also, I'm the Honourable Lady Renaud's. Ooh. I've got titles. And Nancy is Baroness yep. Elizabeth. Baroness Elizabeth Rowe. Yeah, which is a much more sensible English name. Yeah. Very English, yes. Yeah. And did you have a did you write a story? Uh I haven't written my story. It was going to be one of my projects if I ever did the quest, which I hmm. didn't end up doing because I was going to and then COVID hit. Um yeah. so I dropped that. Um, but yeah, that was one of my things was to write my persona story. So I started some of the research into it. Um, it was vaguely a thing about like a merchant father traveling between England and Italy, which is where I learned to dance and met my husband. Yeah. Because yeah. your husband is uh, Baron Agostino Tamburi? Uh, Tamburini. 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 That's even better. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're the you're the Baroness of Anyala, which is our local barony, mm-hmm. barony, as part of the Kingdom of Lockhart. So, sort of Perth area is the barony. Yeah. So you're the head. You're the head of the OP, the Order of Presidents over here. That's right. If you if you look mm-hmm. up Anyala's website, I'm at the top of the populist list. That is my greatest achievement in life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is nice to be first. Yeah. It's only temporary. I'll I'll drop right back down as soon as we step down as B&B. Not that far because I'm not that far down the list and that always surprises me. Uh, you're also honourable though. 
Yeah, that bumps that bumps that bumped me up a long way. Yeah. When I got that. So as we've been talking about, there there is an order of precedence and there are my nobles and peerages. So we're all nobles. Um and then there's the peerages. So they're kind of the um like biggest award you could get for being really awesome at a thing. So the, at yeah. the moment there's there's the royal peerage. So if you're if you're king or queen, if you win the tournament or your uh, consort wins the tournament and you become king or queen, then you're in the royal peerage forever. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Which is cool. And then like under that there's the are they called different to the – there's the royal peerage and then is there like the other peerages? What are they called collectively? Or is it I all just peerages? Know. I think they're just the peerages. The peerages. Yeah. So there's the knights, which are really good at hitting each other with sticks. <laughs> it's like it's the martial art, one of the martial arts of the of the group. So they fight usually like swords and shields um, or bigger weapons, all sorts of weapons, and they that are made of rattan, which is a kind of – um, what's that grass thing? Cane. Cane. <laughs> yeah, they used to make furniture out of it in the seventies. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I wonder oh, that's yeah. Where it came it's from. Just like rattan. That's that's a furniture yeah. option in one of those games. Yeah. And I think Animal Crossing is you can get rattan yes, furniture. Yes, there is a whole um, <laughs> a whole category of rattan furniture. Like just thinking about it now. Yeah. It's because it's springy, so like it kind of doesn't yes, break. you get a bit of whippiness to it yeah. when you hit people. Yeah. Which hurts, but, like, you're <laughs> yeah. not going to get broken by it. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Mostly not. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly not. So they're the armoured combatants. It's the armoured combat, often called heavy combat, I think because they, like, literally wail on each other. They hit each other. Like, they basically say they play for real with fake <laughs> weapons. <laughs> Because there's other, there's other like LARPing and other groups that are called metal weapons groups where they pretend play with real weapons because you can't do both. Yeah. <laughs> or you can. What's that tournament called where they're like? <laughs> um, yeah, the, the one nations in. Or um, yeah, that's it. Battle of the Nations. Battle of the Nations. Yeah, they're yeah, nuts. They're, they have to have an ambulance on <laughs> yes, the side. I reckon. That's particularly <laughs> yeah. fun. Yeah, um, but even like, here in Perth. We do have metal weapons groups who they go hard. There's increasing mm. numbers of them. Yeah. Um, but it used to always be the case that you were either metal weapons and it was all choreographed or you, like, did real fighting, as they would say, but with non-metal weapons. These yeah. days there's a lot more options out there. Yeah, and we do have the the pretend, the touch fighting as well. That's the, the rapier uh, combat. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Like with like fencing. Yeah. So it's kind of fencing. Yes. And they have they have a peerage order called the Order of Defense. Ooh. So that matches that. And then we have the arty people in the what's it called? Order of the Laurel. <laughs> the Laurel, that's right. I'm like oh. arts yeah. and That's like your PhD in like whatever topic it is. Laurel's like PhD level but in the SCA. Yeah. 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 Um, so you have then, to like do a big like project and show everyone and tell them all about it it's more that you have to have kind of uh, demonstrated a significant body of work so it might be that you've done a heap of research into something or it might be that you've like made something really impressive like you suggested or it might be that you've made a lot of little things but all on the same topic Um, so you could be really really good at embroidery Mm-hmm. and do all sorts of embroidery and have like the most beautiful embroidery things ever 
and like in different styles or one style, usually it's, it's multiple styles for embroidery. And then you would be an embroidery laurel. So that would be like your special interest topic. Or yep. you might have researched a lot into um, like blacksmithing. Nice. Like I know there's laurels, there's a blacksmithing laurel. And there's also like there was someone who was laureled for um for fencing mm-hmm. but like the the research side of it rather than the practical kind of side there was that kind of like when does it become an arty thing a laurel thing and when is it like a a, a, a martial art thing because they kind of merge yeah, yeah. sometimes my favorite the- is laurels for uh, pageantry yeah that's always really <laughs> impressive when you get laurel just because like Everything you do is so like spectacular and out there. You're just, just fabulous. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the final, the last but definitely not least, is uh, the Order of the Pelican, and that is a, a peerage for service. So service to the SCA. You're just really good at helping out and encouraging other people to help out and creating a really nice environment for people to play in. It's Pelican is the one they chose for that. Yes. Yeah, because, because of the Pelican in her piety who um, she uses her beak to pierce her own breast to draw blood to feed her young, <laughs> which is gross. It's the idea of that sort of sacrifice for yeah. blood, sweat and tears. Yeah, that kind of thing. So they're, yeah. they're the peerages. And then the barons and the baronesses and the – uh, kings and queens can like bestow, so they can. They are the ones who give out the peerages. You're, normally, they're like the other peers will um, select um, members of the populace to elevate to their peerages, and they bring those to the king and queen and say, "We think this person's real cool. Can you add them to the club?" And then there's like a big ceremony and stuff. That's in a nutshell how it works. <laughs> yeah. So it's a little bit more complicated. Um, but then the kings and queens and, and you as well, Nancy, as a baroness, can give out awards as well. Yes. Which is really cool. So, it is, I think, probably the best part of being B&B is being mm-hmm. able to give awards. Although mm-hmm. I will say, like, if a king and queen give an award, that can totally change your kind of status or rank in the game. Whereas mm-hmm. if you get an award from a baron or baroness, it doesn't actually change anything it's it's just recognition so it is different but still fun yeah and um so I'm a lady because I got given an award of arms from the king and queen at the time which was Bran and Lilia mm-hmm. um, who were king and queen of Lockhart and I'm honorable because I got given a cockatrice which oh, is nice. which is an arts and sciences award at the grant level so there's the um Award of Arms level, and then there's the Grant level, and then you there's another one. Uh, and then it's peers. After Grant, it's peers. I don't oh, yeah, think after there's Grant's a peers. Level. But there's all sorts of other stuff in between that are really yeah. like, amazing to get. You're like, oh, like people cry. Like, and I cry <laughs> oh, when people get all the fancy awards. I'm just like, oh, it's so special. Because <laughs> <laughs> it really is. So, um, so those so those titles came along with those awards that I got from Kings and Queens, but I've also gotten awards from the local Baron and Baroness. I don't think I've gotten any from you, Nancy. But I think we gave you a Baroness's favour. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. That was quite early on after early we stepped on. up because you were so yeah. invaluable to us. Yeah, I helped sew some stuff. 
<laughs> for your awesome outfits and things. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I haven't I haven't been playing much since then, so I haven't been contributing. So like if I got called up for an award, I'd be very surprised because I haven't really contributed to the group. But I have in the past earned um, been given um, a few awards from various Baron and Baronesses, which is really lovely. Like to kind of be recognised. In that way, that's like, hey, you're making these contributions to the group or we've seen you make this really cool thing and we want to, like, encourage you to keep doing it. Yep. Um, so that's kind of the purpose of awards, I guess. Yeah. Um, and in terms of what what we do in the SCA, we do so many and things. What don't we do? Yeah. Basically anything pre-1600 you want to give a go, someone will be doing it. Someone around the world will be doing it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you're the first. <laughs> but usually there's someone you can find there'll be some little niche or there'll be a bunch of people you can find and with the internet that makes that makes it really exciting that you can like share things like there was there was a member here who was making a gown from a painting what's the painting called do you know who I'm talking about Nancy? Uh, um yes I know exactly who you're talking about and yep. I can't remember what the painting is called it's a famous painting, though. <laughs> so they're yeah. making this. They're, it's a painting we can't remember. She found online someone was trying to cast the buttons. So they're trying to recreate the buttons and cast them in pewter. Pretty sure it was pewter. Um, and they ended up sharing. So I think our person over here sent them something and then they sent some buttons and stuff, which is really cool. Yeah. That kind of collaboration. Um. So the activities we do are kind of divided into arts and sciences, which is pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. And there's the martial activities. So other than the the heavy combat, the armoured combat and the rapier combat, there's also archery. Yay. And Yay. that's divided into combat archery. So you, you go out on the field with the other armoured fighters and you shoot them <laughs> with your arrows. <laughs> Which blunt is a arrows. lot of fun. Yeah, blunt arrows. Um, like um, paintball. Paintball. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's very much what the are like. Paintball. Yeah, the oldie oldie. paintball. Um, yes. And, and um, what's the target archery is the other one. Yeah, which so, is your pointy arrows. Yeah, your Robin Hoods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, any other martial activities? That's pretty much uh, yeah, yeah, right. it. Yeah. Yeah, I was just saying, it's jousting and there jousting. Is, there, there is. Are, there's there a couple are, of children's options. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they do um, boffer tawnies with soft foam swords and stuff. Mm-hmm. There yeah. are there are equestrian activities. Um, mm-hmm. We don't have any. We had a very, we had like a group try and start up here. Um, yeah. But I think there's quite an active group over in near Canberra, over yeah, Canberra, yeah, New South Wales. Victoria, New South Wales region. There's some yeah. people who are very active in the equestrian, but we don't currently have anyone here in Perth doing it. Which is a real shame because, like, horses at event, like... Horses are cool. So cool. They're very expensive and it's very hard to... It's not as accessible no. as picking up a bow. Because <laughs> I imagine that, like, the gear you, you and your horse would have to wear to do horsey stuff is probably quite heavy and very sweaty. <laughs> I actually don't know if anyone in the SCA is doing actual, like, jousting where you, like, aim 
at someone else. But I do know that lots of the SCA equestrian people do more like um, jousting games yeah. where you use the lance, but instead of aiming at like another person running at you, mm. you do stuff like get the lance through the hanging ring thing yeah. or like yeah. the target think, with I the lance, like that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah like training I games. I saw that, but I yeah, did. Yeah, training games. I definitely saw people running at each other at each other and hitting each other off Ooh. the horse, but they may have been part of a different group. Oh, yeah. Yes, I do remember because I went to Fields of Gold over in Canberra years and years ago um, and I remember them being like, we're going to do some jousting and they were miles away, like we were all at the edge of the paddock and mm. they set up like two paddocks back mm. and we saw them do like three or four passes and that was it. Like mm. it was like we're only doing this a couple of times and it was so, so cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's on level- the level of fireworks for like yeah. safety procedures. <laughs> yeah, there was definite safety stuff, and I and I I have a feeling they may have they may have been f- like those equestrian people do like play SCA, but they also play other stuff mm. and Stunt do other things. Skills. And I think yeah. that may have been part of that. And it was just they're doing a display at our event rather than. Yeah, it was like, maybe that's why they were so far away, <laughs> like mm-hmm. not at our event, not covered by our insurance anymore, doing it as yeah. like a separate thing. Um, yeah. So that's kind of the SCA in a nutshell. Anything else you wanted to add, Nancy? Um, I guess just uh, we sort of talked about arts and sciences. We do a lot of different events and that's where everything comes together, I guess. Mm. That's the last thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, events. I have that on my list. And we have events, yeah. That's the whole kind of point is that we get together. I think so, yeah. And do stuff. Like so we feast. have, yes, we have yep. feasts. Um, and there are people that are really into recreating the food and yes, stuff, which is awesome. <laughs> um, so we have, yeah, have feasts where we, we have, at a feast, you, you obviously you eat your food. Mm-hmm. Um, you have dancing, which is something Nancy likes. Mm-hmm. And just music, in the general. old fashioned instruments and everything. Yep, and yep. Um, sometimes some games. games. Yeah, games. Sometimes and, performances. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, there'll be a competition where you can display like all the stuff you've made. Yeah, yeah. so there's quite a lot that goes on within an event, um, and yeah. then we also have like tournaments where all the fighty people come and do fighty stuff. <laughs> they'll enter the tournament, and there's like a winner at the end. Um, there's games there as well. There's often like different kind of games because there's more stuff, different stuff you can do outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, people bring their sewing, bring their projects. You can still have the music and like stuff still goes on there as well. It's a big social event. It is a big social event. You're there to kind of see your friends and yeah, yeah and do your thing. Um, and combining those things, we sometimes have camping events. So they might go usually over a long weekend. So we'll hire somewhere. Sometimes it's a place that's got like dorms and kitchens and sometimes it's just a field in the middle of nowhere with minimal facilities. And some people have made tents, like amazing pavilion kind of tents to sleep in with furniture and things, which is, it's kind of, it's basically glamping. Um, But you can also bring your, your, you want at least a three-man dome (laughs) for one person. For sure. That's pretty small. Um, yeah, we have a different idea of scale in the SCA. Um, yeah, you and do end at, up bringing a lot of stuff. Mm, yeah. And at those events, so you stay overnight, obviously, and we will have meals and like many mini feasts sometimes. Sometimes they're not as elaborate because it's a bit more difficult. Um, yeah, it depends sort of on, on the site. location. Yeah. Mm. 
and we'll have tournaments and things, archery competitions, and often what what people love about what I used to especially love about the camping events is that we'd there'd be a fire in the nighttime and you just fire. yeah bardic circle around, bardic, yeah bardic circle you sing your songs around the fire um drink Fresh people's mead that they've made Ooh. or their beer that they've brewed because you yeah. don't have to drive home <laughs> <laughs> um and they're yeah they're really they're really fun I think they're among the best of of what we do camping mm. events like that's like where you get some of the most special moments. Yeah, mm. and the stories that usually yes. start with, no <laughs> shit, there I was, <laughs> and then some story that goes from there. Um, yep. Um, it's kind of all, everything kind of wrapped up into one because you've got your, your food and your feasting and your tournaments and like sort of everything, lots of stuff happens at, at those events. Yeah. Um, that's where your wars generally happen, <laughs> so <the> actual <laughs> wars <laughs> with the fighty stuff. Oh, yeah, because um, you'll take your army off and camp them. And then off you go. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Do they walk in a line? Sometimes. <laughs> Rarely very well, though, I will say. They often <laughs> intend to walk in a line and it and all falls apart. Yeah. The Legion <laughs> yes. will advance at a walk. Yeah. That's what... Nancy will understand this in six to 12 months. It's <laughs> a reference to the second book of The Wheel of Time. Oh, so exciting. Yeah, so, yeah, I think that's, that's kind of the SCA in a nutshell. Do you have any yep. questions? Um, if I had one, I can't remember. <laughs> um, so we're going to take a short break now and then Nancy and I will share our SCA journeys. And we're back. All right. So we met at university. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that is in the old days. Yes. Aaron and Nancy met at university a squillion a years ago. Years ago. Oh, <laughs> ever and ever ago. It was 2009. Back oh, God, in the over back a decade. Light times. About halfway through the year, I think. Yeah, because I started mid-year. Because yeah. I came back from, I was living in Sydney and then yeah. I came back and joined the SCA. Well, I joined, I started uni and joined the SCA we both did via the College of St. Basil the Great. Boom, boom. Okay. Explain the boom, boom. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's like a catchphrase or like a, they often use it as a war cry, um, but it's kind of like the catchphrase of the college. And so often if like a person in the college does something really amazing or gets an award, wins a tourney, everyone will be like, boom, boom. Boom, boom. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's this thing. like innate thing, like someone, and someone will announce like a, in a court or something, someone at the college of, or so, so-and-so from the college of St. Basil the Great. And I have this urge to say, boom, boom. Like I can't, <laughs> like you just, you're like, it's like trained into you, but it's because of, Basil Brush, remember Basil Brush, that oh, old TV show? Yeah. And he the used to say, boom, girl. boom, yeah, the little puppet. So it comes yeah. from that. So the fox is kind of the unofficial mascot of the college. Yeah. Although technically the name of the college actually comes from um, Faulty Towers. Yes. Um, it's named after Basil Faulty. And that's why the uh, the like coat of arms for the college is a broken tower. It's a Faulty Tower. <laughs> <laughs> Which took it's ages. Funny. It's been registered now, hasn't it? I'm not sure it's been registered. Oh, I think closer than they've ever it. been. Yeah, <laughs> one of those. Maybe they got there. Uh, like, uh, 
They've at least got it ready to go. I thought that they had. I thought there was something about, oh, my God, it's actually happening. Maybe they just said they were going to do it. But, you know, classic students. Um, So as well as, like, the kingdoms and the baronies, we also have other kinds of groups in the SCA, Um, smaller groups like shires and and households, which are unofficial groups. And what do they call them? There's the little hamlets. Hamlets is a new one. Yeah, and also somewhere between... A barony and a kingdom is a principality. So sometimes mm-hmm. you're like the group will graduate to be a principality and then they'll become a kingdom. Um, but there's also the colleges, which are always the College of St. Some- someone. Yeah. yeah. So we've got the College of St. Basil. We did have the College of St. Lazarus. Brains. Yep. <laughs> <there>. Zombies. <laughs> And they regularly, well, semi-regularly will resurrect from the dead and they'll be in college again and then they die again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is a very fitting name from them. So they're kind of the two colleges historically that we've had here in WA. But there's also colleges. They're usually attached to a university. Which makes sense because yeah. the people who have the passion and the time. Yeah, so we we both started. I started playing because my best friend started playing. Sophie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sophie. So she started playing and I was living in Sydney and she came over um, to go to the biggest event in Australia, which is called Rowany Festival, which is held in New South Wales over Easter. It's like the whole week. Um, It's a big camping event and there's like a thousand people there. (laughs) It's the biggest event. Sometimes a thousand plus. um, Yeah, sometimes more. Yeah. And she was coming to that and so she like messages me and says I'm coming to Sydney and I was like oh my gosh you can come and visit me and we can do things and she's like I don't have any other time so if you're going to see me you're going to come to this festival and I was like well all our other friends had been dragged to various feasts and things so I guess I'll go um and I had a fantastic time so yeah, like, that's totally your vibe <laughs> yeah I just threw together I went to an op shop and found some dresses and stuff and they also found me I borrowed some garb from one of the colleges there um because they always have there's generally the groups will have loner stuff to get people going get people started um and I just turned up and I borrowed a tent from my housemate (laughs) which was a (laughs) tiny tent and just kind of rocked up chaotically and I was like you Caitlin the first time I saw a tournament it was like a five-man melee Mm -hmm. so there (laughs) what a place to start (laughs) yeah um only thing better would have been like the actual war but so yeah. there's like five guys on one side of the the list field and five guys on the other and they're all dressed up in armor and I'm like oh my goodness they're all dressed up in armor that's hilarious and then the heralds announcing this team like oh yeah oh yeah it's such and such team rah, and then such and such team rah, and then like the marshals are there which they're like the referees I guess kind of and they're like lay on and then they just charge at each other and like bang because like (laughs) the whole time you've described this like actual fighting to me it's like this is wrestling medieval style (laughs) it's not choreographed but it is like a martial art in that it's freestyle but there's certain moves Mm. that you learn and it took me quite a long time like I think it was like a few years in when I'd be regularly playing every weekend doing stuff and then and then I I remember being at a tournament and being like I can actually see the skill involved now yeah Mm. rather than them just being two guys wailing on each other (laughs) it took me a little while to get there because I don't I don't I'm not interested in the fighty stuff so I just could be casually watching it rather than really into it 
Yeah. Yeah. I also yeah. don't fight, but I've I've watched enough like training sessions and lessons and that kind of thing that I, I feel like I can at least identify kind of who's a good fighter, who's not as good a fighter mm. and sort of vaguely why sometimes. Yeah, depending. and what they're trying to do yeah. in a certain fight and stuff. Um, and to see really skilled fighters is actually really interesting. Um, like a lot of crown mm. tournaments are like the best of the best and they There's are nail-biting. Yes, there is one coming up here. Hosting yep. it here. So excited. Yeah. <laughs> it's been such a long time since we've had It really one. has been. Yeah. Do you get to It'll preside because you're the boss lady? Uh, well, because it's a crown tournament, <gasps> the king and queen will be here. So I'm second fiddle. I'm not that important. So do they get like the big seats and then you get the little seats or are you just like mm-hmm. amongst the normals? Uh, get the we seats? get, yeah, like medium seats, not as big as the crown, but bigger than everyone else. And if there's any other barons, landed barons and baronesses coming from other they will also they, get fancy They get chairs. medium seats, yeah. Because yeah. they're guests. Yeah, so they're like the, the nobles up there. Yeah, yeah. It's all we weird. call them our so cousins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because they have the pavilion yeah. thing with the, the like, banners on it. Yeah. So, Nancy, tell tell us your origin story. Um, I also joined the College of St. Basil the Great. Um, I joined on O-Day for UWA, which is where St. Basil's located. Um, Not because I was particularly interested, but just because the friend I was there with wanted to join. Um, But it helped that I was already familiar with the SCA. So a lot of people, um, you know, find it on O-Day and they go, wow, how cool, a medieval club. Whereas for me it was, oh, the SCA, that's what my parents played back in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, you've got, and you've got such a claim to fame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do a bit. So I grew up on stories of it and some of those stories were about, you know, quite famous names of people, um, including Mistress Rowan, uh, for whom Rowany Festival and the Barony of Rowany, which is the Sydney area, is named after, uh, who my dad briefly dated she basically started the SCA in Australia. Oh, she absolutely did. And she's such a powerhouse. She's the most amazing and, woman. And she's lovely. She's the, like yeah. one of those, you know those people that are just the nicest people that you'll ever meet? She's one of those. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just so lovely. Yeah, so it was quite exciting when I eventually went to a Rowany Festival because it took me a bit longer to get over there. Uh, but when yeah. I eventually went, I had like a list of all these people who I knew from the stories from mum and dad. Yeah. Uh, and I, I went to meet them and so I, I met Rowan and uh, I met Sir Brucey um, who oh, said that I made him feel very old. Um, <laughs> I've yeah, met Sir was, Brucey, he's fun. Yeah, nice guy. Um, so that was, um, yeah, kind of a different um, way to come to the SCA. I, I definitely knew a lot more than a lot of people who who kind of start at university level, often not really knowing anything about the culture um, yeah. But then I, I didn't really grow up in it. I, I played dress-ups in mum's garb and that kind of thing, but I never went to an event as a mm. child because my parents had stopped playing before I was born. Yeah, so, and they um, didn't, did they yeah. ever play over here? No, never here, only in Rowany. Yeah, so they played in quite the early here. days of the SCA as well. So like when Rowan mm. was kind of getting it all started up um, and some of that original group were we're doing a lot. That's when my parents were playing. And so they did go to a couple of early Rowany festivals, um, but not much longer after that. I think they stopped in the mid to late 80s. Which is really cool. Mm. <laughs> That's kind it of history. Cool. Yeah, and your friend didn't stay very long? No, not very long at all. Um, <laughs> she went to, I think, two events mm. and then didn't didn't end up coming to Pen Camper, which was my first event. 
Um, that uh, used to be our biggest camping event here in Perth. Now it's yeah. very similar, but we call it Western Raids. Mm, it's um, kind of evolved a little bit. Yeah, changed as the groups changed, which mm. I think is quite nice actually, the way yeah. everything sort of evolves and updates. Yeah, so yeah. she dropped out and by then I'd um, become obsessed and, and mm-hmm. made a really lovely group of friends. Yeah, yeah. that's what I do remember our, our university days because we, we had kind of all had similar interests because there were a bunch of, a group of us, we did the same classes. We did Bachelor of Arts and we did yeah. all, all like the English classes and the like medieval history classes and, and linguistics. We did linguistics. Yes. Um, together I think we had the most classes together I think going so through. Yeah. yeah and a bit of a similar career progression for a while there yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 so we both went on to become speech pathologists yep but completely like we divided there because you went down oh, the we? small children and literacy and all that kind of stuff and I went straight yes. into adults and more neurology and total communication <laughs> You yeah. were always the grammar Nazi. Yes, yep, still love grammar. <laughs> I was like, let people talk how they talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so while while I was at uni, I was that's when I was doing archery. I think I did the most of my archery stuff mm-hmm. in my early years. So my sort of first few years at, at uni and then and then graduating into the bigger group. Um, and I was also into costuming then because I, I just remember needing to have good costumes. It's mm. really hard when you get started and you want to be wearing the amazing things and so you give it a go but you're a bit shit so mm-hmm. it doesn't kind of work or come together and so when the next event comes around you're like, I have nothing to wear and you have to make a new thing. <laughs> yep. And then it took me quite a few years to kind of get established and then once I had like I'd settled on a style that I liked and I had patterns that fit that and then I could just, I had like a wardrobe. So whenever there was an event, I'd just be like, oh, yeah, get up in the morning and pick something out of the closet and wear that. And then, it, yeah, but I remember those little... university years being like, we must finish this garb. <laughs> we need to get <laughs> yeah. it by tomorrow. I definitely hectic. did most of my costuming in my university days. And that's partly because mm. you have a bit more time for it, I think. Yeah. Um, but but I you don't have the money see... for it. <laughs> yes. Only the time, not the money. But I've always Mm. seen the costuming personally as kind of a necessary evil because, like, you have to be dressed. And I I do sort of care about what I wear, but I'm Mm. I'm not a big fan. I'd never sewed a thing before I joined the SCA. The only reason I can do any kind of sewing now is because I was like, well, I need to make some garb. Better learn how. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember, um, especially at uni, the things you were right into finger loop braiding. Yes. That yeah. was a big thing that you had everyone going because you can do like multi-person finger loop braids using everyone's fingers. It's <laughs> you have so to, like, cool. Choreograph yeah. like how to like kind of weave it, and then you also yeah. went from there into a little bit of inkle weaving. Yeah, I did a little bit. I've actually uh, I don't inkle weave really anymore, but I've actually just got my hands on a table loom. Uh, I got it for free, which is nice. So oh, I might need to. Um, I'm trying come to give mine away. You could it. have had mine. Yeah, yours yeah. is probably nicer. Um, this one needs a bit of repair work, I think. You can have it. I'm trying to give it away. I need to keep it in the family because it was yes, given to me. Nice. I think I'll be in trouble if I bring more looms home. <laughs> <laughs> you give away the one you've got. <laughs> you can have yes, this one. I give that one away and then take yours. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, so I also like the fibre art, so I went into – I didn't do the finger loop braiding. I did the lucid braiding, which is another way of making mm-hmm. long, narrow bands. 
and stuff. So I was going into all the different patterns that you can go from there. And then I went from there into tablet weaving, which is another like narrow band <laughs> that you can make similar to Inkle. Like Those kind of scarves thing. that you made us, was that tablet or was that on no, your No, that's a table. table. That's a table loom. Okay. Yeah. So well, there's a thing think, that that thing Dad made you and it had a bunch of cards in it and you would just sit that's there. That's the tablet it. weaving. Oh, yeah, wow. so he made me like a surfboard loom. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and tablet weaving I think is kind of my fibre art mm-hmm. that I truly – because I did go into table weaving and I do love weaving fabric, but tablet weaving is always that kind of first love. And you've made some amazing things. Um, I've got a pair of garters that you made for me. Yeah, with little amazing. giraffes on them. Oh my God, <laughs> it's my device on garters. So yeah. cute. Yeah. yeah no that, one knows that except you fun. and your husband. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone I show them off to. Yeah. It's <laughs> so cool. Yeah. Um, I was a little bit more into costuming like mm. as mm. well. And yeah, I tried a few different things. Um, but. Um, Sophie was as well, so she's my best friend, and, and she was right into sewing. So I kind of just sewed along with her. I just fell oh, yeah. into that, and that's when I did archery. And you did a little bit of archery too, didn't you, Nancy? Yeah, I've done a bit every now and then. I still shoot. Mm. Um, yeah, less so these days, but I've still got my bow every now and then. It comes out. Mm. That's yeah. kind of the same. You've got a you've got a longbow as well. I do. Yes, and that really nice little longbow. So I look very good while I miss the target. (laughs) I only ever had a recurve bow. But you hit the target. But I think, think, Nancy, your main love is dancing. Dancing. Yeah. Um, Yeah, absolutely. I I love dancing. I think that's probably like what I'm more sort of known for Mm. um, is dancing. Like that's what people here locally would say I'm into and everyone I know elsewhere in in the kingdom it's because I've kind of talked about dancing with them or I've danced with them mm-hmm. um, yeah definitely my favorite thing uh, I learnt my first dance at the college um, yes. started with the bear dance and horses brawled mm. we yeah, used to dance really on the on the lawn yeah on the oak lawn and one of our members played she was into music and she mm-hmm. had an old violin and she'd stand in the middle of the circle and play us our music and we'd dance around her, which was actually really, that was really awesome. That it was very cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. We had, we had a really good group in the college <laughs> really when we were there. Because it does, because it's a shifting population, like people graduate and then they leave and then the new cohorts come in. The colleges kind of, they grow and then they die a little bit and then they grow again. They go through these cycles and the culture kind of changes as well. Mm. Um, yeah. Now, like at the moment, the college is very different to how we were. Mm-hmm. But they're still really awesome. They're all tea yeah, drinkers. Yeah, they're a great bunch. They all go to bed early and they drink tea. <laughs> yeah, it's bizarre. Of, yeah. <laughs> we had definitely a different culture. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I do love them though. I think they're, yeah, they've set themselves up really well. Um, I've done a dance. Ooh. What Which dance? dance? I don't remember. Um, yeah. It was back when you were at uni and we went to Mr. Nathan's house because there was like a sewing bee or something going on there um, and Aaron brought me along and they cleared out all the stuff in the room in front of the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. they used to do dancing there. Yeah, and like we, I held people's hands and there was a very nice blonde lady who was like and now you do this and I was like okay yeah <laughs> just dragged that me around the loop yeah that's how it works Catherine Dark. yeah probably, yeah, probably Catherine. Uh, yeah. from whom I learned most of my dancing as well I will say yeah. and then yeah. um 
you know, there's been people have come over to teach. Um, Master Dell um, is probably Lockhart's famous dancer. I remember when you met him. Oh, my God. I was such <laughs> so a mad Mas- girl. Yeah. <laughs> Master Dell, um, he's from Perth. So he grew up in Perth and then moved away and lived in other parts of the, the kingdom. But he, he's a laurel for dancing. So his thing was researching Ooh. and reconstructing dances. Mm-hmm. But he started out here in Perth and he always says when he comes back, it's like this time capsule of everything he got wrong in the beginning. <laughs> we know the dances the old way before he knew better. <laughs> so, yeah. so he's like, oh, my God, no. And he tries to like teach us better. But he's written a book and it's called Dell's Dance Book. Mm-hmm. Um, which is available. Is it still available? Uh, yes, it's all available online and I believe mm. you can still buy copies of it if you need. But it, yeah. it's not like a, you know, like book book. It's like a printed and bound. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, passed around the SEO kind of book, um, mm-hmm. which was it was kind of the the definitive volume of the dances that we did. <laughs> yeah. And so, Nancy, you had a copy of it. Mm-hmm. And then he came, I think it was a feast and a collegiate. So we had. Yeah, it was a two day collegiate. Yeah, classes. Yeah. Because Master Crisp and Sexy came as well. Yes. Yeah. We had, we had Master Dell teaching dance classes and we had, yeah, Master Crispin teaching yeah. singing and music and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then on the Saturday night, we had like a feast and there was a little bit of yeah, showcasing what we'd learned. Yeah. Yeah. Big, yeah, ball. Oh, yeah, that's right. A ball. It was and a ball. Yeah. I remember you getting there. You must have been there for the classes, though. You wouldn't have oh, missed the classes. And you, like, went home to get your copy of the book so you could come yeah, back and get his autograph. Yep. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, oh. Yeah. So I've still yeah. got my copy of the book and I think it says, like, keep on dancing and it's got a little, like, cat picture squiggle. Because oh. <laughs> Del's a cat guy. So Yeah. Yeah. Um I met his his cat who went around the world mm. on the boat with him. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. There's there there are sort of famous people in the SCA like people whose name you kind of know. Yeah. Um, so there's and, two major dance laurels. So there's Master Dell and then um in New Zealand there's Mistress Katerina mm. von something Germanish name. And yeah. um so when I went to an event in New Zealand I got to meet her and and learn from her which was a really interesting experience as well, kind of mm. learning from two different laurels. And then Mistress Catherine here, who's now a laurel, not for dancing, but she's incredible and knows everything. So Yeah, she's a yeah. laurel for 14th century. But dancing was one of her, her things that she really liked to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll probably get to do some dancing next weekend because we're going to a feast. Yay! Yeah, yeah I'm dragging Caitlin so and Helen along. Because you've never been to an actual event, have have you, either of you? No. Um, I went to an archery thing. Yeah, that I was just training. I think yes. I took you to training, archery training, to have a yeah. go. We've been making a dress for Caitlin. Ooh, yeah. Kind of it's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> a good one, yes. It's a floof. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the event next weekend, Nancy? Yeah, so uh, it's called the Anyala Shembat Carnival. Uh, and it's based on the historical Schembach Carnival, which was a German street festival. Um, and so it's uh, it's like a masked, yeah, a masked street festival. And um, instead of being like kind of what you might imagine about a sit-down feast, instead it's going to be more like a open-air um, like food market. Um, and so you're going to go to all these stalls and it will be like your 
at a food market shopping for food, but actually it's all like part of the event. So it's all like a, yeah, and it should be a really interesting atmosphere. Um, I know there's lots of shenanigans planned and there should be a bit of dancing. Um, we'll do court. Um, yeah, should be yeah, a lot of fun. fun. Yeah, so sometimes events have themes and sometimes they're just yeah. medieval, like whatever <laughs> you want. So this one's got a theme. And because it has the theme, so I have in the past I made, I think it was for a ball that was a Oktoberfest ball. Yeah. So it was kind of generic German themed. And so I made a sort of 15th century Trossfrau camp follower dress with lots of bright colours and feathers everywhere. And so Yay. we've modelled Caitlin's dress on this one. So we're going to a little bit be matching. So it's not completely, it's not, it wouldn't pass the living history test. It's kind of a mishmash of different things. And we're sewing it with the sewing machine, but it's going to definitely pass the the 10 foot test. And it's going to look great. I think it's going to look great. Yeah, yeah. just gonna borrow oh, an old one. Can't wait to see it. Yeah, and Helen's gonna wear some of my old stuff. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> Is there anything else we want to say about the SCA? Oh, we probably want to say um, um, like websites and stuff. Hey. Oh yeah. 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 All the links um, and things. Yeah. Well, you can um, find us on Facebook. Um, if you still use Facebook, that's kind of uh, one of the easiest ways. Where um, Anyala, uh, and you'll find the Perth group, the Barony of Anyala. Or if you're anywhere in Australia and New Zealand, you can find uh, Lockark or lockark.sca.org is the website. That's L-O-C-H-A-C, Lockark. And if you're not in Australia or New Zealand, I'm pretty sure sca.org will pretty yeah, much get you well, the SCA. Yeah, sca.org is, is like the main landing page and it's like, where do you yes. live? And then we'll send you in the right direction. Yep. I'll have all those links in the show notes as well. So yep. you can find us. Um the Facebook groups are quite active. We kind of we used to use mailing lists a lot and they kind of went out. I of still email me. the mailing list. <laughs> oh yeah. We still get like announcements and things, but the Facebook yeah. groups are kind of like this thing's happening, a little bit more discussion maybe happens there. Um, yeah, all the chitter chatter and sharing yeah. interesting articles and mm. extra advertising for mm. events and that kind of thing. So um, it is a useful place to be. Yeah, we also moved on to Discord. When the pandemic yes. hit as mm-hmm. well. So um, SCA Lockhart has a server um, yeah. and you can, um, so Anyala has a channel within or like a section within that server for like local members, but you can chat to people and there's like different arts and sciences stuff. Like, yeah, there's all sorts of resources yeah, available. Regular online bardic circles, which mm. is quite cool. Mm, yeah, voice chats and things. Yeah, calligraphy that's a regular thing that happens and you do some calligraphy yeah. too don't you Nancy I do a lot of calligraphy yeah um that's probably um at the moment I'm not really dancing as much so calligraphy is probably my biggest thing but yeah we um meet every week and do calligraphy and illumination as well which is all the paintings on that's the coloring <laughs> exactly yeah so that's yeah. pretty good it's a useful skill to have yeah and then there's regular arts and sciences days or open houses. Sometimes people just yep. get together and the house will be open and you bring your project. Um, some people sometimes there to help. I always I've, I've, I went to a lot of them in my mm. first years. Like I, I didn't do as much at home by myself. I did a lot of things um, at people's houses and stuff. And yeah, we've got lots yeah. coming up at our house in the near future because we're preparing for March Crown. 
yes. which is a pretty major event that will be here. Yeah, so that's exciting. So, yeah, yes. brush up all the stuff, so impress yep. all the people who are going to be visiting. Make new garb because I won't fit my old garb by then. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Roman, the Roman, Roman style. Yeah, I'll either do Roman or I'll do some um, high-waisted Italian that laces front oh, yeah, and sides, yeah. so I've got a lot of adjustment in it. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah, and does the whole them that's gather at, under the boobs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. no that's down, the no style waist. that um, Sophie said that I better suit, isn't it, the Italian style? Yeah, because of where your waist is. So your yeah. dress is going to mm. come out a little bit Italian-ish. Yeah. <laughs> I made a backstory, Nancy. I was like rapid fire. I was like, okay, I am Renoise's cousin from Italy. Oh, lovely. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that. And if Renoise's last name means of the leaf, the Italian version of that is Della Foglia. <laughs> so I oh, could yeah. have a name. <laughs> you can. You could. I don't know what my first name would be, though. Some sort of mm. version of Caitlin? That's Italian. Nancy, tell us, you're Italian. Caterina. Uh, yeah, Caterina or Catalina, something like mm. that. Yeah. Isn't Catalina um, more Spanish? Catalina's more Spanish, so you could have either. to pick an area. Yeah. What about you, Helen? Have you got a persona idea? I was just thinking, what's like the French name for Helen? Because uh, Helen, Helen is like Greece, Helen, right? Helene. <laughs> Helene. Helen, yeah, Helen's very uh, is ancient Greece, isn't Greece. it? Mm. Yeah, it's Helen of it Troy. Is, yeah. <laughs> totally period name. You could stick with it. You could be yeah, Helen. I could be like your other cousin from Greece. <laughs> <laughs> Your Grecian cousin. <laughs> just yeah. spread out all over the Mediterranean. The, the ambassadors to wherever your, they just your like second cousin's wife's removed. Yeah. <laughs> By marriage. By marriage. <laughs> and you don't you don't need to have your name registered or device registered to start using it. You mm. can just try it yeah. out. Just yeah. rock up and say, Hey guys, I've got a name. It's this. And everyone will just call you that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is a lesson in pronouns. <laughs> yeah. Like everyone yeah. just does that. They just go. And same people change their names. So a lot of a lot of people actually that have been playing long term now have different names than I knew them by. And so I yeah. have to just remember hmm, what their new <laughs> names are. Some of those still trip me up. I find those harder than the pronouns actually. Yeah. 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 You're so used to. Yeah. Yeah, but so like, just, yeah. Someone just saying, this is my name now. And you go, okay. Yeah, it's kind of like cool. when people change their usernames and now you have to learn what their new username is. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm borrowing Sophie's underhat thingy and I'm making my own mushroom hat. Mushroom hat. Oh, I'm just very borrowing nice. one of Aaron's hats again. Yeah. yeah, I'll give you my yep. milkmaid hat, I reckon. Oh, cute. Yeah. And we've got a little mask for Helen. Mm-hmm. It's blue. Yeah. All right, so that was a very brief overview of the SCA, the Society for Creative Anachronisms. Thanks so much for joining us, Nancy. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been lots of fun. Are you a member of the SCA? Have you seen them hitting each other with sticks at your local park? <laughs> Tell us what kingdom you live in or what activities you like to do on Twitter or Instagram at isn'titneatpod or email us on isn'titneatpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Now go and enjoy something you think is neat. <laughs>